Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Hey, welcome to our podcast. It's Bustin' Balls. I'm Pat Caputo, along with the webmaster, uh, Evan Jenkins. And uh, it's time for another draft, Evan. Just before one gets done, another one's coming up. Uh, it's the last for a while, and it's the MLB draft. And uh, I'm going to say something right now. Uh, if you have the expectations, I'm going to get the pick right this time. My chances are very wrong. What? Ah, I know I've gotten, you know, the Aiden Hutchinson. I talked about him long before uh-huh. anybody else. Who else did you get right? Uh, if you're not going to pat yourself on the back, I will. Jaden Ivey, you nailed. Yeah, We and talked Jalen Duran. Right, if they didn't take Ivey and they ended up with both. And Marco Casper. Which uh, you know, was a pick for the Red Wings. This is a little more complicated uh, with the Tigers talking, uh, taking 12th. And it's a lot different draft than what it's been the last couple of years. So let's get to the, uh, before we get to the players that are possibly the Tigers will take, talk about their circumstances. Uh, first of all, the Tigers, uh, for two reasons. One, uh, they did pretty well last year at the end of the year, those 77 wins, right? And uh, so they're picking 12th in the draft, which is not nearly as high. Uh, secondly, they, they don't have a compensatory pick like they had before because their revenue wasn't lower. And thirdly, their bonus pool is about half of what it was uh, last year. It's uh, down to a, a situation where uh, last year uh, they had $14.2 million dollars. Uh, in a draft pool allotted this year, it's eight million, just over eight million. And why does that fluctuate? Uh, because of revenue that that comes in and position of standing. Okay. So they don't get the compensatory pick in between rounds. You know, the competitive balance pick is what they call it. They they have had that before, and uh, they don't uh, have uh, as much pool money to spend. So it makes it very, very different dynamic to the draft. And there's no obvious, hey, who's going to be there at 12? I mean, it's a very different dynamic uh, with this draft where it was in the last couple years we've been talking about top-end guys with the third pick or the first pick or the first pick, especially since we've started this podcast, which, by the way, you can download uh, at odyssey.com and from Spotify, uh, iTunes Store, 
and also uh, Google Play Store, wherever you get your podcasts to check it out. We talk about all the drafts. Uh, this is uh, just one of them. And, yes, I have been like uh, Nostradamus lately, and I've been bragging up a little bit about it. And you, you know. should. I mean, it, that's hard to do. Like, if you were a gambling man and you put all those futures in, probably would have made a few dollars. I probably would have if uh, I was betting on that. But this this is more difficult to uh, try to figure out. Uh, so uh, the Tigers don't have a third-round uh, pick uh, because uh, they gave it up when they signed Eduardo Rodriguez. <laughs> so basically, uh, within the first 117 picks of the draft, they have two picks. Okay. One at 12 and one at 51. And they have half as much money roughly to work with in their slotted bonus. Which in the past I've learned that's usually spent more so on high school kids. Is no, well, you know, you spend it on college kids or whatever. There's a recommended amount, and what you try to do if you want to take somebody later, like a high school kid, and give them a little more with your second pick, what you do is you sign them below the slot value, take somebody, and then try to sign what you project as a first-round pick in the second round. It could be a college kid, too. Gotcha, okay. But mostly it's high school kids because they have all the leverage of being able to go to college. So it makes this very complicated uh, in the Tigers' case because I think what they really need to do is get creative, and they've done this a little bit here in the last couple drafts. You know, uh, last year they got Pacheco uh, because they signed Jackson Job a little bit under slot, and that gave them a little more to sign Pacheco away from Texas A&M in the second round. And in the situation that they're in right now, they did it the year before in the sixth round, our fifth round in a five-round draft with uh, Colt Keith, where they gave him 538000 which doesn't sound a lot, but they did sign him away from Mississippi State. And it did. You know, he is one of their better prospects, although he's been hurt lately. Uh, he's somebody who has a, a, a big upside. He's already made it to high A ball and, and excelled uh, at 20, 21 years old. So they're in a position right now where I think they have to do the same type of thing. So what does that mean at 12? Well, okay, uh, first of all, you got to look at this draft. If, if these guys fall to them, they take them no matter what. Uh, Brooks Lee, uh, or, or Jacob Berry, I'm sorry. Jacob Berry, uh, a corner infielder from LSU with some power. Uh, Brooks Lee, a shortstop uh, from Cal. Uh, Polly, who's uh, you know got some tools. There's a catcher who's real good and uh, solid and is probably going to go in the top five, six of the draft. Kevin uh, Paradas from Georgia Tech, and uh, then you you know you look down, you see somebody like uh, uh, Drew Jones, we, the ones that we've talked about when we talked about the past, uh, who's Andrew Jones's kid. Uh, he possibly could go number one. Uh, Jackson Holiday, who uh, is Matt Holiday's kid, uh, they're high school kids uh, who have enormous potential. Jones is kind of the consensus first overall pick. Elijah Green, who's been considered the number one overall pick for like three or four years, still projects as a top five pick from the IMG. And Tamir Johnson, whose stocks are dropped a little bit, but he, a lot of people feel he's the best uh, left-handed hitter. So uh, those guys would be, you know, if they're there, you know, the Tigers, it, it might behoove them to use the most of their slot money to draft one of those guys. They're high side players, particularly the high school prospects. I don't anticipate any of those players being there. Okay. So if they drop those guys, they need uh, to look at it. 
Now, the controversial one to me is when you get to uh, college players that might be there at 12. People say, well, you know, the Tigers need some help now. The stupidest thing the Tigers can do is draft. For right now? For need. Yeah. Okay. The baseball draft doesn't work that way. It's not like the NFL where the guy plays the next year for you. And then you just slot him in, uh, whatever you're doing. You've seen the struggles of Spencer Torkelson right now. To give you an example, and that's a pretty high-end prospect, about as high-end as it gets. I pat you on the back for that one, too, because you kind of called that one that he was struggling with hitting the fastball, and it's evident. Yeah, you know, and so, but Riley Green's, you know, moved quickly, and Mm -hmm. even though he's having a remotely hit stride, he's done okay uh, since he's come up after an injury. Uh, This kid, Jace Jung from Texas Tech, I have a feeling he's going to drop. Uh, his brother is a prospect in Texas organization, and, and this guy's a tremendous hitter, but he's got a real funky batting stance, which kind of freaks you out when you watch him. And he doesn't have a projectable uh, defensive tools, you know, that suggests that he's going to be able to contribute any other way other than he's a pure hitter. I mean, his number's off the charts, contact rate. Looks like he gets the barrel of the ball despite that funky stance and all that. That's going to be a tough one if he's there. Also, uh, this catcher from Arizona, uh, Daniel Sackick, Sassick, uh, is somebody that uh, is a very athletic uh, six-foot-four catcher who uh, was a high school uh, football standout, you know, that good overall athlete thing. Uh, but he, he swings and misses a lot, and he's a you know, high uh, high ceiling, high-risk uh, player, even though he's a college player at 12th in in the draft. And uh, when I look at uh, some of the other picks that could possibly be there for the Tigers uh, in that spot at uh, number 12, uh, one of them is a high school shortstop, uh, Cole Young, uh, who uh, I think projects out very, very highly. And he's starting to get a lot of buzz. He's had a terrific spring. He's rising on the draft boards. Uh, He's a high school kid from Pennsylvania. And uh, there's also... You know, uh, Zach Nito, another high school shortstop, uh, which might be in that possibility for the Tigers at 12. But like I said, uh, you know, uh, when we were talking about the Red Wings draft, uh, pretty much, you know, you could piece together it was going to be Marco Casper. Right. And I know, there was, you know, it was all over the place on it. I wasn't alone in that, but it was all over the place on it. Uh, you could piece that one together. Lions with Hutchinson, if he were there, you could piece that one together. And also, you could piece together, I think, pretty well uh, the Jaden Ivey thing. Not yep. so much the Duran thing, but the Jaden Ivey thing. This is much more difficult to piece together that way. Do they stay away from pitching, you think? I know you said you don't go for now. You don't go, and you're always looking, and, and pitching is always a premium in Major League Baseball. But <laughs> with the struggles that they have with their bats and and right. their fielders – do you see them steering away, at least with the first pick? Well, it's going to be interesting because the way this draft is set up, uh, there aren't premium arms there. What about Kumar Rocker? He's back in the draft. I wouldn't touch Kumar Rocker. I liked Kumar Rocker last year, as you yeah. know, before the draft. Uh, but when all that went sideways and it's a Scott Boros uh, show, I, I would stay away as far away from that as I could. Okay. And uh, the so and there's no real college guy. There's no Jack Leiter here, or even a, a Jackson Job, who everybody raved about those his slider and the art, the, the spin rate or whatever it was. Right. I mean, the best high school prospect is uh, Dylan Lasco, 
the right-hander who's just, he's had Tommy John surgery. And then after that, it's Brock Porter from Orchard Lake St. Mary. Okay. And All you right. think he's still a first-rounder? Oh, without question. Okay. Uh, he's potential top 10 pick, top 15, uh, you know, and the question is about signability. He's got the option of going to Clemson where he has committed. So do you sign him, and is it going to cost you a little bit more on slot and then hurt you the rest of the way throughout the draft Sure. when you're trying to sign somebody? It's not only the second round at that 51st pick, but it's also down the road at 117 or something. Somebody mm-hmm. that's a real good high school player that fell through the cracks and wants a little extra money or maybe a lot more. Uh, do, do you define your draft by your first overall pick? Or you define it by the uh, overall strength of a draft. In baseball drafts, uh, very few times uh, do you see uh, a situation where uh, you have things. By the way, I forgot to mention this. Not only did they lose their third-round pick, 79th overall on the Eduardo Rodriguez signing, but also their uh, pick, uh, compensatory pick, that they traded uh, to Tampa in the Austin Meadows deal. So they don't have a pick from 51 to 117. So uh, do you, how much do you put into those two guys? How much do you put in later to the draft? It's more of that trying to piece that puzzle together. In, um, you know, for, to put it to people who don't understand baseball drafts or what it used to be like and what it is, it's more in a salary cap type of way. You only have so much money to spend. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. And the Tigers have a lot less to spend. Don't. I'm going to ask, and this might be a silly question, but earlier you said it was based on like positioning and how you finished, right? Yeah. So like the Dodgers would have more money than Tigers, wouldn't you? Like if baseball looked to even it up, give the teams that finished less more cash. Well, no, it's not based on how you finish. Okay. 
okay? The compensatory picks come in based on how much revenue you have come in. They're called competitive balance picks. Okay. All right? So uh, in between the first and second round, the second and third round, you have that. And then picks because you signed a free agent. All right? Uh, the Tigers' revenue went up in addition to their record. So it, the, it's based on where you finish for where you pick in the draft. But whether you get one of those compensatory picks is based on revenue. So Tampa gets one every year. Okay, because the they Yankees don't get never get one. Right. Okay. Tigers rarely have gotten one, but did get uh, compensatory picks in recent years as revenue went down. And now they don't have one, and they traded their 71st pick. You can only trade compensatory picks. Yes, and that just happened this week with the Braves trading away Drew Waters. I think they got 35th overall, and I had to read that you can trade the compensatory but picks. But you can't trade your regular uh, pa- draft picks. It's part of the oddity of the collective bargaining agreement. It's something. So, uh, and, I, and what I want to do, uh, Evan, is put this in simple uh, terms so people understand it and it's not super minutia-wise. This is the bottom line. In the past, they've had like they took Dylan Dingler 31st, 39th overall because mm-hmm. they had a compensatory pick. You know, they had second-round pick. Now they've just got a first-round pick and a second-round pick, and then they moved to the fourth round. No compensatory picks, gave up their third-round pick, and gave up a compensatory pick. So the fact that they won 77 games last year, made a little more money, mm-hmm. it took them into a position in the draft that's far less favorable than what it was. Got you. Okay. Okay. That's that's what you need to know about it, and they have far less money to spend in the slotted area for bonuses for the the picks that they're taking. Only four million or so. So uh, to give you an idea, Spencer Torkelson signed for uh, almost. I have to look how much it exactly was, but signed for more than that or close to it as the first overall pick. So when you're dealing with that, I think it was over six. So when you're dealing with that, you've got to you can balance it on what you do with the second pick or later in the draft, and you've got to decide if there's a prospect worth, uh, you know, shooting your whole, uh, you know, uh, amount on on that first guy at 12, or whether it's better to split it up between 12 and 51, and then you know, looking at the rest of your draft and undrafted free agents, you can only uh, bonus can can be no higher than 20,000. So even though it's a 20-round draft where it used to be into an in, in Xfinity, how many picks you wanted, uh, you can't sign somebody that you don't draft uh, for more than 20000 So, But the simplistic term is they have half, about as, half as much money, not nearly as good of picks, and how are they going to deal with it? And, you know, drafting for need would be, you know, incredibly stupid. But it's not a pitcher's draft. There's no college pitcher that everybody wants. Right. None. There's a few guys that are interesting, but no somebody you might take in the second round. Sure. But nobody that you would take at 12. If you're going to take somebody at 12, it would be Brock Porter. All right? Really? Okay. Yeah, he would be the one guy that I could see somebody doing. There's a couple other guys that have emerged. It could be Dylan Lesko, but can you imagine if the Tigers took you know, the top-end pitcher, but he's had Tommy John surgery. Got, you know, everything with Mize and, and all the Tommy John surgeries. Well, and all the injured pitchers they have right now. And Torkelson got 
million in a signing bonus, and it that, was a thousand dollars above the slot value. And and the the Tigers right now, that's uh, all they have. Right, that's all they have. <laughs> now, uh, now, let me ask you this, because oh, it is based on like their trades not having those picks. Knowing what you know now, with with the signing of Eduardo Rodriguez and him MIA essentially, right, and Austin Meadows with the injuries he's had. Are they still worth making those moves? Yeah, you know, 71st overall, I looked at it. You never know. There's always a wild card number mm-hmm. there. Uh, but no no player. The best player at uh, 71st overall in anybody's recent memory was a pitcher, Masterson. He used to be a reliever uh, with Cleveland. Yep. And the third best player in the last 25 years, to give you an idea, is Nico Goodrum, who was taken 71st overall. Yes. So, uh, you know, it hasn't been uh, a slot that's been productive. So it's still worth the risk for what they did. Yeah, it was. But, you know, the way things are going with the Tigers, I mean, there wasn't much risk that Isak Paredes would become a power hitter, and then he hits like 13 home runs while they never hit home runs. Right. And I don't know how many he's got now, but, you know. I think it's still 13, to be honest Yeah, I think he's been a little banged up. So. In that circumstance, and plus the podcast, people be listening to it at different days. But, yeah. But to give you an idea, uh, 71st is not traditionally, or those rounds, been good. But you know, obviously you've had great players come out of the second, third round sure. uh, in the past, all the way up fifth, six, all down. But if you look at the numbers, it's not a particularly productive number traditionally. And there's minimal risk. Everything's about, in analytics, about risk, uh, how much uh, you can do. Uh, in that spot. Is there anything that if you were Al Avila going into this w- that you would stay away from other than the obvious, I guess? Uh, I would stay away from uh, – I, I I would stay away from uh, uh, high school pitchers. I would okay. not – I would – you know, Porter's pretty good, all right? But he, to me, is not somebody that I would give my full signing bonus allotment to. Uh, and he's uh, he's really good, and any year he'd be drafted in the first round and get a lot of hype. So don't take this wrong. He's terrific. But in a lot of years, he'd be the third or fourth pitcher, you know, if there was a college guy that was there too that were really good especially. Yeah. So uh, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't draft Lesko, you know, with a Tommy John surgery. And, uh, I, I, and I would stay away from a low tool – uh, high end bat in college. Uh, somebody like uh, you were talking about uh, uh, Young, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Jung, because he, you know, it's about tools, man. If if somebody can't hit, you know, you're seeing it with Spencer Torkelson. You know, he, and he has pretty good foot speed, and you know, some people are praising his defense, which has been vastly overrated, by the way, if you actually research it. But um, he's a major league athlete without question. But what good is it if he can't hit? Exactly, especially when that's supposed to be your biggest tool. And it's a lot different hitting, you know, Big 12. Big 12 is a good conference, so is the Pac-12. Uh, but it's big difference hitting in those conferences and then hitting in professional baseball. And I, college bats scare me sometimes, you know, just the hit tool. I know Andrew Vaughn has done pretty well here lately and some others. But for the most part, big-time college hitters, a lot of times uh, – they end up kind of fading, like Braun with Philadelphia and some mm-hmm. others. Uh, there have been some that have hit big. But uh, it's just a matter of it, projecting that tool is very difficult um, uh, when you're talking about uh, uh, what they're doing. And one of the things that I like about this kid from uh, 
uh, Arizona's that he hit well with the wood bat in the Cape Cod League. There's been a couple guys that have done that. Uh, so I would look at that a little bit uh, uh, more. And as far as, like, what uh, I would look for uh, in the uh, second round here is, uh, you know, uh, I, I, there's a couple guys that I would look at that they may take. There's a high school third baseman, say that uh, he's a pretty good hitter. His name's Tucker Tolman. Cool name. Tucker Tolman, yeah. It, he has uh, some hitting potential. He's, there's a mixed bag on him. Uh, Jacob uh, uh, Miller, uh, a high school right-hander, but he's shorter, uh, but throws hard, has excellent stuff. He's from Ohio. Uh, Jackson Ferris, who's at IMG, so everybody's seen him a thousand times. Those could be picks in the uh, uh, later rounds. And locally, I like Clark Elliott from Michigan. I okay. Do, I do think he's a guy that uh, he he. I meant him, not uh, the kid from Arizona. Clark Elliott uh, went to the Cape Cod League and put up really good numbers with a wood bat. He's been very consistent for Michigan. I don't know if I would take him in the second round or where I would, but that's somebody I would look at locally. I'm not expecting, like, Ike Irish and Schubert and Dresselhoff and these other kids from Orchard Lake to sign Creighton. I'm expecting them to go to college. I'm expecting only Porter uh, to be the uh, – uh, one that's going to uh, get drafted. Are there any sign? Are there any indications? I guess whether it's from his family, his agent, or anything that would to a team like the team you would think essentially knows if they're going to sign or not before they draft them, right? So you don't get in a sticky situation, kind of like the that's absolutely Rocker. what's happening. Okay, and so it's all the feeling out process right now. Well, they'll know before. You know, the draft, whether any of those guys are interested in signing for what they are. Sure. A lot of times they'll put on, because they want to go to these colleges. You know, why wouldn't you want to go play for Oklahoma State? Or, I, I agree. Or and go play for Michigan State. But or, do you think. Or Auburn, like, you know, Irish is signed for. Well, like we saw in college basketball, somebody like Hunter Dickinson that probably could have gone to the draft. I don't know where he would have gone, but he came back because of NIL. Do you think NIL will hurt major league teams getting could. these high school kids because it could. Uh, because not up here no okay but down south they're big stadiums uh college baseball games are big deal they don't have pro teams so right. baton rouge uh auburn alabama university of alabama where a lot of these kids have actually signed with the best uh prospect out of the state for next year in my opinion it's picot from uh, the quarterback from uh rochester adams really yeah, and he's well. He I gotta go the, see this kid. Well, he took them to the state championship game last year. Beat West Bloomfield. Yeah, he's an incredible athlete. And he signed with Alabama to play baseball. Uh, you know they 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 don't have sports down there that are you know like where you would get endorsements for the professional athletes right. and okay. everything's about colleges. You know, and one one thing I've really really enjoyed about the expanded covers that they have on ESPN. I don't mean to you know, promote the four-letter network, but I appreciate the streaming that they have. Uh, it's, you know, SEC, ACC. Oh, baseball. yeah, you can see all the games on there. And it's it's big time, especially in those two conferences with the amount of people that are actually at the game, especially in the SEC. Okay. So there's a possibility that NIL will come into play there. And it does hurt, you know, with baseball, you know, having like third or fourth uh, round and then signing some kid for, you know, hey, we we're going to offer you 300000 which is a lot of money and uh, for a lot of kids. Yeah, but uh, the possibility of being able to make some of that back with NIL 
get your education, play, you know, not in the middle of uh, Lakeland in the middle of summer, yeah. you know, but in, the, you know, these big time environments. Go, go live up, life. Yeah. Go up to Cape Cod and, you know, pretend you're j- dating Jessica Beale like in the movie, <laughs> Freddie Prince Jr., you know, oh. uh, you know, those type of things. And the other thing, too, is, and this is an issue in baseball, uh, a lot of these kids, like these top-end players that are playing at Orchard Lake St. Mary's, they've been in travel ball. They come from families that aren't poor. Right. And baseball's got a bit of an issue with that because, you know, you got a choice here. And uh, there's not as many kids that have to sign for that money to take care of their family. Uh, as you would think in other sports, it's one of the concerns I have about the game that it's becoming somewhat elitist. Oh, you got to have a coach. Uh, kind a of is. I mean, my buddy has a, a 12 year old. Right. And the amount of baseball that they do with private gyms, hitting indoors, like even those indoor facilities weren't around when I was a kid, yeah, even in early 2000s. But now it seems like every city you go to, they have these unbelievable facilities, indoor fields, the AstroTurf. Indoor mounds, like crazy stuff. You know, when we're kids pitching, the only mounds that you really had were on the fields, and most likely we couldn't get onto those fields. And now it's like everywhere you train, and I don't know if it's good or bad for kids' arms to be throwing all these different pitches at that early of an age, but it, it you're right, it's wild. It's almost... It's almost like hockey. I have one friend that asked me all the time to help donate to send his kid to Tennessee or Kentucky or wherever it might be. You're right about that, though, Pat. Well, it's not uh, only uh, that uh, circumstance. It is like hockey. It is like golf. Yeah. It has become that. Uh, where a long time ago, like when I played, I'm older than you uh, by quite a bit. Uh, we played uh, Little League, uh, Pony League. Colt League, and then the first time we ever were on a travel team is if you were good enough to play on the American Legion team. Right. Now it seems like Little and League. Yeah, that, that was big travels to, like, Waterford. Little League is, like, kind of scoffed at now by a lot of these parents. That's right, it is. And yeah. uh, those other leagues really don't exist. Yeah, it's AU, it's travel ball. It's all it's... about showcase tournaments once they get up to a certain place. Now, I did want to mention one player, too. Uh, because we have Hunter Brown, who's one of the top prospects from Wayne State, who was drafted in the fifth round from Lakeview High School. Nice. There you go. And uh, he's one of the Astros' top prospects. He throws really hard. So sometimes we forget about the other schools in this state. But this kid, Andrew Taylor, uh, from Central Michigan, misses a lot of bats. A lot of bats. He's a right-handed pitcher with one of those fresh arms from upstate Michigan. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's somebody that's going to go early and does have a chance. You know, they had Cole Meter a few years ago, if you remember. They've had some kids come out of the MAC, and that's a kid you got to watch for. And uh, that would be somebody that, uh, you know, in the state that I think is going to have some potential and have some impact in this, you know, down the road. Because for whatever reason, uh, must be a high spin rate, and I don't know what his spin rate is, to be honest with you. I have to double-check on that because I haven't seen it. Yeah. But I've seen him throw, and I've seen him miss bats, and they don't have a clue what's coming with the fastball. You know, they swing right through it. Uh, I like him a lot as a prospect. I genuinely do. And I do like Clark Elliott from Michigan as a prospect as well. Well, and you know what? That's what's great about this podcast, Pat, because I'll be honest, I didn't hear that kid before. And I scour the internet all day, so it's great to get the information from you. And I'm I'm excited for another draft, right? right. It's funny how they all come at once, right? MLB, right. NBA, and NHL. 
It's all summertime activity. So I appreciate you listening. Hey, you got some feedback. Don't don't hesitate to send me a direct message on Twitter or Evan to get a hold of me or my email, uh, which is pat.caputo at odyssey.com. If it changes to Pete, we'll let people know. Yeah, we'll let people know. <laughs> and, uh, you know, check out that stuff. Uh, Facebook. Uh, Twitter at Pat Caputo 98. Right. And Evan's got the king of the KFC. He puts that up there as yeah, well. Yeah. The ticket Facebook, Twitter. If you like something, don't like something, we're open to everything. Yeah. So I know there's, there's a nuance and, and uh, people, you know, and I'm not trying to tell you everything you need to know or whatever, but there are certain things, you know, so I'm trying to explain it as well as I can. Well, you did. I mean, you answered my questions about the draft money and all that stuff, and that's what's really, really important because the average Joe that's sitting on his couch and flicks it on is like, well, I don't get that, but that's why you listen to Bustin' Balls. And Bustin' Balls is expanding. We're going to do all kinds of things. We might even get cameras in here and do it, and uh, we're going to be going uh, with the national part of these uh, drafts and prospects you know, uh, coming up here. So, you know, check us out, like us. Uh, heck, we're, I think we're going to be on YouTube at some point yep. or whatever. And uh, we're on Spotify. We're on the iTunes store, the Google Play store, and, of course, odyssey.com. Uh, download us, like us, all those things. And, uh, you know, I appreciate any kind of feedback that you have or questions because I know uh, the regular shows that I host at 97 won the ticket, I really don't have time. Or, you know, I mean, it's a minutia type of thing in some cases to explain it in detail. And people ask me questions quite a bit about these things. And that's what we're here for. And we'll be going over, you know, when the drafts are over prospects, the NFL draft, we're really going to get into the 2023 draft. That's all coming up. We'll look at the Red Wings, Tigers, Pistons, all those things. Pistons have got their summer league going. Uh, so we'll, we'll look at all the different ways that teams are developing in the future of these teams. Again, it's about drafts, prospects, and the future. And uh, appreciate you joining us. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. 
Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.